to the video. This is Russ. Do you have that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? <sighs> Welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast. <laughs> uh, we're doing an episode of the new release wall, so I'm Russ and this is Zach. Hello. Uh, if you're watching the YouTube video, you can see us for about... Probably like, about 10, 10 more seconds, seconds as yeah. I reverse out. Uh, we have perfect, uh, what's that, like the noir like yeah, exactly. lighting. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. vision. Uh, and we're going to be talking about Skyscraper. Nah. Uh, the... Wait, 2018. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> we'll talk about... 1996, I think. 96, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we'll talk about the, the previous Skyscraper. Uh, <laughs> I think in, completely in unrelated, but yeah. Uh, it's almost certainly, but, you know. Uh, yeah, The Rock has a new movie. It's about... He's a, he's a former FBI agent who's a safety inspector for a gargantuan mega skyscraper was he FBI or was he SEAL like because he when he was uh, getting uh, uh, fixed up he was a SEAL I thought was he a SEAL team but that doesn't make any sense anyway anyway that's, they, they that's said he was Marine Corps and then after he left the military he was FBI for for eight years and six of that he spent in hostage recovery oh uh, okay uh, but uh yeah, if you've seen the trailers for this film, which were hard to miss if you went to the cinema anytime recently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Rock plays this safety expert who gets called in to deal with this skyscraper. It uh, There's a terrorist attack on the skyscraper and his family are trapped inside. Yeah. And so he has to essentially get back into the skyscraper while it's on fire in order to save his family and stop the terrorists. Yeah. If this sounds a little bit like Die Hard, that's that's not a coincidence. Yeah, uh, yeah. it it's it's very <laughs> it's very Die Hard, and weirdly not. I like I was dig I'm like digging for references. Oh yeah, and I was hard, hard to find. I mean, there's a couple scenes that are reminiscent, yeah, yeah. but they could literally just be because he's jumping. You know, yeah, exactly. He falls out of a window. You know, I mean, yeah. like that's right where it's like, well, that happened in Die Hard. You know, like, but that happened in any film that's around a, a you know. A large tower yeah, building. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, so. I, I I think the thing that like if there if I was gonna say oh that reminded me of of uh, Die Hard, the thing that reminded me the most was the and this is the first Die Hard, not the, the subsequent ones, yeah. was the very like ground level like there's a there's a, a fight scene in a kitchen yeah. or in like a small hotel room with a kitchen in it. And it's like it, it's a lot it's a lot less elegant than most of the like fight scenes that you'll see in a kitchen where everybody wants to do yeah. the oh here's the metal fridge door and here's the thing you know what I mean? yeah no it's uh, not like kind of now where you have every single action star is fighting like Jean Claude Van Damme did in, yeah exactly you know in the early nineties so know, it, where... it it feels a lot more like he's an everyman yeah. even though he's like explicitly not within yeah. the text of the film. But it kind of works for him being an everyman because everybody else is just as trained as he yeah. is. So even though he's like elite, it doesn't yeah. really help. But he him. does, I mean, he does obviously have the, you know, he only has one leg. So yeah, yeah, like true. that fight scene, he's hopping, you know, yeah. and which, which by the way, it's like that was, it was, I think it was used exactly the amount that it needed to yeah. be used without being like, you know, Say like a, like a crutch, yeah. Um, but for everything, um, like I I thought I was like a little it's a little apprehensive because also he you know it, it 
nowadays we have actors who right like if they have a disability that whatever they play that character yeah um and obviously this was you know CG you have like two scenes right. where you don't see where you see his, his, his where his leg was and, yeah um but I think that everything was done you know I think it was done pretty well yeah and so. I think too that they you know, I'm, I'm not 100% sure why he has to have a prosthetic leg for this movie other than just like it's a thing that's there. I also uh, feel like it. I mean, like The Rock. I mean, you watch Fast, Fast and Furious movies. You watch these things. Like he is just like a beast. So yeah. like, if he goes up against, you know, like a martial arts, you know, yeah. just a random martial arts expert, yeah. like you kind of go, he's a really he knows how to fight really well. Yeah. Also, he can like just fall on the guy. Yeah. You know, and he's <laughs> and the guy's dead. You know. So I think it's a little bit of a like. You know, holy like one arm behind his back yeah, sort of thing to some sense. level, which which at least adds some kind of, and it adds some depth to it, and you know, and they didn't play the the veteran card so heavy, which a lot of these films yeah. now do. I think it's like I think that's honestly because this is a movie that is made for the Chinese. Movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, first of all, I, I I watch this movie and I think of like those reports of Iron Man three, how there's like two versions of it. Yeah, one that was for China. Yeah, and and. In the Chinese version, the like minor Chinese characters are much bigger, and so you know, and I, I can 100% see a version of this movie where the creepy Nordic guy yeah. is way downplayed, and like sexy Chinese Kyler Lee yeah, is yeah. played up. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, if you watch this movie and you've ever seen an episode of Supergirl, the the bad girl in this movie is. Like she looks just like Kyler Lee on Supergirl. Yeah. She, her hair is the same. She dresses in the same like black tactical thing. It's, it's really kind of it's one of those wacky things where you're watching it going, is that on purpose? No, probably not. But like, huh? It it did feel like for me um, was the, the John Wick two the oh, yeah. MMA star. Yeah. Like it felt like the Asian version of yeah. her. Like, just the way she fought, the way she, yeah. you know, at least the way she fought in yeah. in John Wick 2 versus this film, um, and kind of the her role. Um, yeah. It's it's funny, because the, the, my touchstone for it uh, is from a very bad movie, um, which is, she reminded me a lot of the Yakuza, Yakuza boss's daughter in the Boaz Yakin, the 1988 Punisher. Um, yeah, I've... Yeah. <laughs> like remember? But it was yeah, just like yeah, yeah. basically everybody else was mob was just mob bosses. Like yeah. the Chinese, the Americans, that they were all just organized crime people. Yeah. And there's like this one girl who hardly ever talks, who was super hot, who like for whatever reason she was the one who went around ninjaing everybody. I should mention that, like, it's quite clear that she's supposed to be super hot. Like, she's in, oh, yeah. in skin-tight leather the entire film, yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, like um, I said, it's like yeah, the yeah. black tactical outfit. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, she, uh, I can certainly see a version of this movie where she plays a much bigger role, yeah. and where the, like, the Asian characters that surround her, therefore, play a bigger role, and the, the Nordic guys can get toned way down. Um, which I think, if that is the case, which I assume it is, yeah. I, I would be super interested in seeing the alternate the alternate cut. Yeah. There, I mean, there is they do they do a pretty good uh, because it's not like you know 
it's not like Die Hard where like yes, there's a handful of scenes on the ground, right. you know, and you know, there's no. T- well, I w- actually do wish that there was a little talking back and forth, uh, like between the ground floor, you know, the yeah, ground and, they, and the cop. Yeah, because like they meet and they, you know, they meet at the end of the film. Yeah. Spoilers, he survives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but. Um, and the cops just like, it's like nice oh, to finally meet, meet you. you. And I'm like, wait, they didn't share jokes about Twinkies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, which would be, you know, I don't know. I, I kind of I, my problem is I walked into the film really, really wanting a <laughs> shit ton of Die Hard references because yeah. Die Hard is like one of my favorite films. Um, and I think that you know, and I think that The Rock is starting to kind of take the kind of the, I don't know, late 90s, 80s, 90s, Bruce yeah. Willis. I mean, obviously it's a lot more complicated because he's he's more of a, uh, I wouldn't say, he's more of an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I was about to say Dolph Lundgren, but then I don't, like, he can act better than yeah. Dolph and, you know, Schwarzenegger could. But, but yeah. Yeah, it's, uh... But I, I, I do wish that there was more mm-hmm. actually kind of that developed. It was, it was nicely developed more yeah. than most of these things where you have kind of the you know basically the guy yeah, in the van yeah. is the people you know on yeah. the ground and then there's the guy the hero um, and you know the the cops on the ground actually weren't like they weren't the they weren't the cops in Die Hard they weren't the cops yeah. or whatever they weren't completely incompetent they seem and also they were just trusting enough of yeah, yeah. you know of like oh well it seems weird that he's a bad actually mm. the fact that they kind of allowed I don't know if this is I don't think this is spoilers but like you know there's obviously apprehension I feel like this is another movie where there's really spoilers yeah obviously. yeah but but there's not apprehension that like yeah. where they think he's he very clearly easily could be one of the bad guys just the right. way that they set everything up and everything because they use him as kind of a front right. uh, which you find it's like the first eight, yeah, yeah. 15 minutes of the movie um, but I'm uh, just gonna label this minor spoilers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but uh but yeah, like I, I wish that there was a little bit more developed, and I do wonder. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's, like, I, I bet there's probably five, ten minutes you could, five minutes you could cut out of the, yeah. you know, probably kill the uh, the first, kill the opening sequence, yeah. or cut it really a lot shorter, and then like extend yeah. like the cops, Hong Kong cops on the ground. It's funny. I think that in Asia there's still a fascination with things like this mega skyscraper yeah. that like the U.S. doesn't share anymore. And so there's there's a like probably ten minute like essentially virtual presentation of like here's what's special about the skyscraper and some elements of it like inform future plot you know there yeah. are elements of like where it talks about the safety systems and where yeah. it talks about um, but then there, there's, there's and they are they are like nineteen early nineteen nineties action film like heavy on the foreshadowing oh, it's like yeah. let's linger on this for a moment and then move on. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, you they don't do that. I don't think they do it as much as they used to. Yeah. Like, certainly not in the Marvel thing, you know, things like that. Like, they, it's yeah. the background. Um, but this was like, yeah. you saw that, right, guys? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, it's glowing. <laughs> I also feel like this, this movie, first of all, I, I feel like this movie could have been at some point in its rewrite history yeah. a, a MacGyver film. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, it's enough duct tape jokes. Yeah, the, the duct tape and, and like, it's it's very much a you know like I said, there's the fight scene in that hotel room. Yeah. There's at least one other fight scene where I, I was very struck by like 
this is just happening in like a regular place and uh, you know what I mean um, but then you also have just lots of little little bits where it's like I've got to get from point A to B and I'm going to use whatever happens to be in the room yeah. and it's like I'm going to wrap duct tape around my hands and use that as like a makeshift yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and so I, I I was struck at some point I'm just like wow this really like it's got that vibe to it like yeah. the the very do-it-yourself superhero yeah. kind of thing well this is I mean this is uh, um, uh, kind of I'm trying to remember what other like there's a handful of like genre films where just the the, the star doesn't use guns yeah like and, and you know again MacGyver's is, is kind of the preeminent one yeah. where it's like I literally have a gun with bullets what I'm gonna do though is I'm gonna dismantle the gun and make yeah. a slingshot that's only gonna make the guy you know like yeah. take the trigger and blah, blah, blah. and like there's about a dozen times where I mean there is a there is at least one moment where he goes and it's like oh you know you know I don't even I haven't touched a gun in six yeah, years or whatever. Yeah. Which I wish that they, you know, obviously that's the kind of anti-gun person with yeah. me where I'm just like, I kind of wish they like played that played yeah. that out a little bit, like another, at least another scene. Um, but uh, they, like, he, he has about a dozen opportunities to pick up a gun mm-hmm. and do it and like, but again, it's like, that would finish it. Mm-hmm. Like, if he had a gun, he's... He's probably still a marksman and probably yeah, still knows exactly. what he's doing, so it would just be, you know, oh, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And, but he figures out fun ways of doing other things. Yeah. There is the Die Hard, actually, there is the one Die Hard moment, but on that I, I won't spoil. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and there, like I said, there are a couple, but... No, but I feel, again, I feel, though, I mean, like, him hanging out of the, the window with the, the rope, like, was very... The one scene was like, there's that in Die Hard. Uh, yeah. It starts sliding out. And he's like, oh, he's stuck yeah. on it. Like that was reminiscent, but not like straight yeah. up. Not the way that that scene. I think that we both yeah. know. It's uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's interesting. There's there's a lot of like uh, there's a lot of opportunities in here where if it were a little bit more pop culture savvy director, yeah, I feel like they would have just been like, well, we have to make a Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He didn't, as far as I can tell, and, and if anybody sees the film and and catches a couple that I that I missed, I didn't see a single, and like, I think we're harping, I've, at least I'm harping on the Die Hard thing too much, but uh, we're not actually really talking about the film as much as we should be. But, um, like, there wasn't a single, you know, welcome to the party, pal. Like, right. there's a great moment where he literally could have said, Welcome yeah. to the party, pal. And it actually would have been kind of in character because he, like, yeah. like as he's duct taping himself up one one time, he goes, you know, he does the basically what everybody jokes about yeah, duct tape. Uh, oh, if you're if you if duct tape is not working, then you're not using it off or yeah, whatever it was. And and so he does talk to himself the way that uh, you know John McClane does, you yeah. know. Um, and they're you know, but but yeah. I really like Nev Campbell in this. Yeah, I mean, she's I, great. I tend to like Nev Campbell in most things. Uh, she's a, a great example of somebody who I remember when she was young and she was doing Scream. Yeah, I was just like, she's super hot, and that's what I have to say about Nev Campbell. Yeah. Um, but she's definitely like since coming out of her like starlet phase and becoming an actor, she's so much better. Yeah. I mean, she was always good. Yeah. Like, she wasn't, like, the bad one where you're like, oh, my God, Nev Campbell's in this. I don't yeah, want to see exactly. this. Like, you're like, oh, she's very attractive. Was, and, yeah, and she wasn't, I won't She be wasn't like, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, she she does it really well. She's she's kind of like the brains yeah. um, in this because she's a Navy 
uh, Navy doctor and, or surgeon, 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 I think, uh, which is how they meet. Yeah. Um, and, uh, um, which by the way, like the scene when she looks, when, when he, like he's, he has, you know, gets into the scenario where he loses a leg yeah. and she is the doctor that is helping him. And there's a scene where he looks up at her and says, it'll be okay. Um, I was, I was like, oh, okay. And then they cut to Nev Campbell and I'm like, wait. That wasn't Nev Campbell. And so, like, yeah. I don't know what they did to youngify her or change her. Because I'm like, I know what Nev Campbell looks like yeah, when she was yeah. young. She didn't look like Nev Campbell when she was young. Which I feel like, whatever they did, yeah. it really bothers me. Because Nev Campbell looks the same. Yeah. Like, she just looks, like, probably eight years older. Even though yeah. she's probably, what, 20 years older? Exactly. Like, yeah. you know, she's one of those people that fucking doesn't age. Really, too yeah. much. It's the John but, Cusack thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing that's really changed is that her is like like the skin on her face looks a little older. Yeah, yeah. Like, like everything maybe. else is identical. <laughs> like yeah. if you get really close up. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it's that's the one area the the um, <laughs> the, the the weird like uncanny valley thing you had when it was trying to approximate young Nev Campbell and yeah. not, not doing it well. Like, I, there's got to be a shot of her like looking down at somebody at all of her films that yeah. could have been like yoink. Just, you know, but <laughs> the, the one thing in this movie that they didn't do as well as Ant-Man and the Wasp. On that subject, though, I mean, the, the CG is, is pretty fucking incredible. The fire, yeah. which is always kind of problematic yeah. um, with CG. Um, and, like, holy shit. Like, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really, really good. There's not a scene... I don't think there's a scene in and also the wide shot of the building yeah which for some reason always especially with fire and everything like that yeah. I mean Die Hard I think got, I can't cover it uh, but Die Hard um, uh, did it well because yeah. they actually blew up a fucking basically blew up the floor of a building yeah. so like but kind of every other film that's had that sort of thing yeah like either they try to do some weird matte painting thing but yeah. like this was really fucking fantastic yeah, considering were, the building is fake there dude. were only like two or three shots in the movie that were distractingly like CG and they were all it's the same one that you've seen be distractingly CG and everything like the, the, the things that were unique to this movie yeah. uh, were great yeah. the things like the ones that bothered me tended to be like when he's like climbing up and we have the point of view shot of like the bottom of a window frame and he's oh, like yeah. climbing up into the window yeah. and the the city behind him is so obviously like green screen yeah. and you're just like yeah it's that's a green screen i get it and like but again i think that's just a limitation of the tech because i feel like we've seen that exact same shot with that exact same complaint yeah. in every movie ever made <laughs> Um, I, I think, and I think part of that is there's just certain things where you're like, I know for a fact he's not hanging outside of the building. Yeah, exactly. And even if you know, it'd be it'd be interesting because, um, actually, you know, it'd be interesting to look back on that Mission Impossible film, um, the one where uh, Tom Cruise basically does almost the same exact thing here, except yeah. he swings back between oh, two yeah. things where. Cruise actually was that high up and mm. hanging out of the building. Like they made a really big thing of making yeah. sure everyone knew that. And I don't know if I remember that being like that. No. It, uh, to me, it could just be one of those things where no matter what, your brain just goes, "Oh, that looks stupid." Yeah. Because also, who the fuck knows what? It's one of those things yeah. where it's like, who the fuck knows what that looks like? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, in general, I thought it was really. And and you know, this is not a groundbreaking film yeah. you know, this, is, <laughs> this is pretty much and, and again like it's in the vein of 
like Rampage and Ant-Man and the Wasp where it's like this would have been a really good film in the 90s I do think that because of the scope of kind of big budget action films yeah. in general having gone up so much that this movie is both more modern and more exciting and a little bit more anxiety inducing than yeah. those sorts of movies were in the 90s but also at the same time like the believability just fades into non-existence from yeah, time to time yeah. and it's like I generally don't have any problem with a suspension of disbelief but every now and again it's just like this isn't even remotely real like, no <laughs> yeah. this is not like there's... well I mean the, the movie poster scene is probably yeah, the, yeah, the one yeah. that everybody talked about like what's his angle yeah, that he yeah. jumps off of this thing which somebody um, they finally had like a like an expert expert break it down yeah. and he basically said this would be possible he could theoretically get in the window if he was running at essentially Usain Bolt speeds yeah. so it's like theoretically it's, it's humanly possible but yeah. not really especially when you're yeah. Built like a linebacker and running on a... And uh, also have one, uh, one line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was trying yeah, to... Yeah, I mean, it's two legs, but he has a prosthetic leg. Yeah. So, um, but... <laughs> but, yeah, so... Uh, uh, it's it's that kind of movie. Like, yeah. it, it's not going to blow... Like, it's not going to change the world. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's going to be a huge hit. I think it's probably going to be a rampage size hit in terms of... Which, like, uh, based on the... The crowd at our yeah, I mean, we yeah. went to the ten forty screening at this at, at the like, movie gallery yeah at the movie gallery movie gallery tends something. to be a little more sparse oh, considerably anyway, so but. yeah um, but there was <laughs> three five I think there was seven, seven. other people yeah, yeah. than us uh, yeah so <laughs> which which I was I was weirdly super nervous about yeah. like oh fuck I forgot to get tickets today yeah and then I then I logged in and I was like oh literally no one at five o'clock had bought yeah. tickets. Um, so, um, but I, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, I think I would put this below Rampage, like, cause Rampage was playing with, it, I think Rampage had a lot more potential to be a complete clusterfuck and a oh, disaster, yeah. um, just because, <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah. Rampage, because yeah, not exactly. only because it's a video game thing, but also there's a fucking... 30 foot ape or whatever yeah. and a you know whatever and but this was they they because there's a lot of ridiculous things and it'll end but most of it's being filmed by the public yeah. for the public they have this weird big screen set yeah. up which I, I wouldn't be surprised no, if that's no. a thing that actually really would happen um <laughs> yeah and it's one of those it, it, it totally makes sense because this building is supposed to be the world's largest tourist attraction yeah yeah and so it totally makes sense that three blocks away there's like a basically a Times square style like screen yeah. where people are gathering around and yeah. watching footage of the disaster yeah and they're like basically he's the main he's the main show because yeah he's exactly he's constantly outside of the building but they do like when he dinks that jump they cut to the reaction of the crowd yeah. going ah you know super excited yeah. so there's like a little bit of the I, like I, it dampens the ridiculousness of ridiculousness yeah, yeah. Of, and I, I actually it, so. I like that as a device because it also helps yeah. to like some of the shots where it's like if I was watching that it would not be believable yeah yeah. It cutting to the crowd and then coming back and like he's done it. Yeah. Is yeah. a good way. And you're kind of occasionally seeing it happen on the screen yeah. that everyone else is watching. So yeah. I'm sure that probably saved him like fifteen million dollars in CG yeah, or exactly. something. You know, occasionally we're um, like, oh, and cut down the. And the and, and like the resolution because it's like yeah, a big exactly, outdoor yeah. monitor. Like the yeah. resolution doesn't have to be as good. So like, you can have a stunt guy do that and yeah, like yeah. it doesn't show as much. Yeah. Uh, not that there's that many stunt guys who are built like The Rock, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
but yeah, that, and I also thought, I thought that, like, it's funny, I think it's just because I just did the commentary track, but when I, when they would cut to the crowds, I kept thinking of Jurassic Games, of, <laughs> like, yeah. the people watching the reality yeah. show, yeah. and, yeah. uh, if you haven't, if you haven't listened to the commentary track that I did with the director of Jurassic <laughs> Games, it's worth listening to, even if you don't have an opportunity to sync it up with the movie, because yeah. most of his stories are not contingent on the moment in the film exactly. And he tells one story about how the audience in real life yeah. was reacting to things, and then, like, something would happen, the audience would react to it, like the audience would laugh or the audience would gasp or whatever yeah. and then it cuts to the audience in the movie and the audience in the movie did the same thing that the the home the, the real audience had done yeah, yeah. and that gave them like it was like if, if it was a laugh it's yeah. like you laugh and then it cuts to the audience laughing and then the audience in real life was like laughing <laughs> at the fact that the movie predicted the so <laughs> and that's what I was thinking of whenever yeah. they cut back to the to the people watching I was yeah. like oh Jurassic Games <laughs> um, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I, I would, I mean, if it's me and I, you know, had an afternoon to kill, wanted to go see a movie this weekend, this is a good, good movie to see. Yeah. Um, I think it's the most enjoyable movie I've seen in theaters the last couple of weeks. I'm trying to think of like what else besides Ant-Man has happened in the last few weeks. Yeah. Uh, but, ends, but this was a lot more fun than Ant-Man. Like Ant-Man's not a bad movie by any stretch, but yeah. it was just like, nah, it was there. Yeah. This one, like. It's dumb in a lot of ways, but it's it's a very fun kind of dumb. Yeah. And it's a kind it's a different kind of kind of dumb yeah, than, yeah. than what we've gotten from a lot yeah. of our recent movies. Yeah, I mean again, I mean it's it's the nineties. Like which yeah. I, again as we keep saying every time one of these things happen, I'm super happy that they're bringing this kind of world yeah. back. Um, I keep hoping that Bruce Willis is gonna like become the '90s star again. I think he's like <laughs> fucking gone though. I don't know, like, gone off into pasture or whatever, into conservative old old man actor pasture yeah. along with James Woods, and <laughs> maybe not that bad. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, Bruce, <laughs> but not that bad. Um, but uh, what we really um, need is we need some ambitious director to come up with a Bruno project for him. <laughs> God. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, definitely see it. Um, um, uh, sorry to bother you is also opening up. Yeah. Which we're we're going to try to see, uh, try this weekend. It just opened, it opened up. It was open in select cities on the fifth, but, uh, we live in a 17th tier city, uh, which we're lucky that we even got a skyscraper, I think, honestly, but, um, (laughs) um, but, uh, that, but that we're going to also try to see, but you know, if you have a choice and if you're like on the, if you're on the edge of which one, go see Sorry to Bother You. Everything I've heard from it is fucking amazing. And also, uh, Boots Riley is awesome, so you should support it. But, but yeah, but if you're if you're not in the mood for something like like that, go see Skyscraper because it's yeah. just... I, I don't think that there's anything else up at the theaters that no, I know of that's No, and this is like... Around. I, mean, I, I would say just because of how much, like how much I enjoyed watching it, mm-hmm. I would put this at like a four out of five. Which isn't, like, the highest praise in the world, but also, like, I feel like the last few things I've seen has been, like, 3 or 3.5. 3. Yeah. And it's, like, yeah. there's really, like, you know, we're in we're in kind of a golden age of blockbusters. There's very, It's very rare that we get a genu- genuinely bad, yeah. like, big tentpole movie right now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's been a summer of a lot of, like, eh. 
Yeah. And yeah, even uh, we didn't end up seeing it together. I ended up seeing Sicario uh, oh, yeah. two. Electric Boogaloo. Um, <laughs> I just find out how to say Electric Boogaloo in Spanish. Um, <laughs> but but that was actually kind of super disappointing. Yeah. Like we actually have, we haven't talked about it, but you haven't you haven't seen it. Yeah, yet, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it when it comes out on, out on DVD because it honestly was sadly not really worth seeing in the, the theaters. Theater, yeah. yeah, I mean again it's it movie pass. Yeah, like I, I don't feel bad about like sitting two hours in the movie theater. Um, and but like that lost all of the kind of arty edge of of the other one but also which is kind of what we were worried about when we yeah about. that was certainly true and also just the change slight change luckily the trailer is is relatively misleading mm-hmm. um where i thought they were going to go with it that was just a big kind of distraction mm-hmm. and uh but uh uh the the big I, honestly the big problem is it lost a lot of its like like art feeling to it mm-hmm. and also i also i don't think that I, for me, at least, I don't think that covering the border crisis, yeah, a, literally a week, a week and a half before, like I, I think that that film yeah. probably is, is really the distributors it, of that film are probably like, are you fucking kidding me, Donald Trump? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh. But because no one wants to like see it, basically an action film about like you know yeah. the potential terror anyway. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, we'll talk about it once it comes out. But. But yeah, I, I, I would I would probably actually weirdly because I was super pushing for this I would really say three out three point five out of five, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but that's kind of exact. I, I had yeah like, I had probably a little bit higher expectations of what I of, and that was I what wanted. I, I had it, I had like zero you know? expectations. Yeah, and so yeah, but I mean it was like I, I like but I would put Rampage at like four out of five yeah. in that world like you know so. Um, out of for just pure enjoyment, you mm-hmm. know, not not actually going into like writing and yeah. shit like that. But you know, I mean, the writing in this one wasn't terrible. Like, there's just not a lot of dialogue, so yeah. it worked. But yeah, but yeah. All right, thank you guys. Uh, you can follow the show at ECV underscore podcast on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Emerald City Video Podcast. Mm-hmm. You know how to find me and Zach if you're listening to this. Uh, we're we're gonna go get some groceries, and when we come back. <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, the other skyscraper, and <laughs> yes. uh, and probably a little bit more about Rampage because <laughs> it just came out on home video platforms. Oh, I gotta buy so uh, remember, be kind and rewind.